Welcome listeners, welcome JB Pickers, host Sway here, back with working together to bring you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is Songs You Like by Artists You Hate. So grab your quarters, pick your dibs. This is Jukebox Vertigo. We have a core brain trust today and a returning guest. I'm very excited to pick uh, her brain on this one. Manda, hi. Hello. How have you <laughs> Thanks been? Thanks for having me again. Oh, I'm um, so excited for this. <laughs> uh, so we'll pick your brain a little bit more on what you've been listening to, because before that, of course, we have to always introduce Keith. Hey, it, it feels like it's been like months since we've done one of these for some reason. It's only been two weeks, but it feels like it's been forever since we've done Jukebox. It's always a good uh, little break. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited about this one. I love talking. I love trashing people. <laughs> So that's part of it. I love that drama and that gossip aspect of it. And I'm just, I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit, but I'm excited to be here. So excellent. Yes. So let's get down to, uh, yeah, what we listen to. Let's, let's get those out of the way because more stuff has been coming out, uh, for the new year and there's been some good stuff. So I'm gonna go down the order. Um, first thing I call out one I should have called out last episode. Um, I did listen to Lil Wayne's Sorry for the Weight. <laughs> and this is literally that uh, an excuse. Okay, <laughs> Don't worry it's, about it's, it. It's an excuse for uh, the Carter Four at this point, and it felt like a mix. It felt like a mixtape because it, it did that mixtape thing where they kept throwing the the title out. The the Sorry for the Weight was literally almost like in every other song as like a little tag. Um, so that was that. The King is in the Lizard Wizard with a uh, butterfly 3001 and i was when you called it out i was like that, that's that's it's awesome but it sounds weird because i feel like i already heard it uh yeah last year's album was three thousand butterfly 3000 this is like just remix versions of that so oh. it was still it was still pretty groovy um after that two singles uh los aptos con te quiero aquí it's a live version and again these cats can just like just make me swoon and just write the most beautiful love songs. And they're just like so young. And I hope they, these are all just like, we just know how to write songs and they just haven't really been hurt in this way. Cause I feel so bad. And then that I'm really excited for down the, uh, down the line. I think April is when it's supposed to come out, but pup had another uh, single robot writes a love song. And Oh my God, pup is just, it's just gonna be a good fucking rock. Uh, it's gonna be a good, good rock album. And I'm probably going to nominate for one of uh, rock albums of the year because I've been waiting for me for some pop. Nice. And then I listened to Earl Sweatshirt Sick, but honestly, I, I don't remember much of it because I think I just listened to it the one time. And there was like a little break because then I just like uh, kept listening to like just like still stuff from last year and just like other stuff. Um, um, and then I finally got like, a little refresh on like stuff that did come out last week. And these singles have been really fucking good. Japanese Breakfast has a new one with Nobody Sees Me Like You Do. Really nice. In that really soothing Japanese Breakfast songs, like there's like the, those upbeat, happy ones, but there's like one of those like really mellow ones. It's really like all in keys. I really liked it. Um, little Bubblegum with Villain. And this is kind of like my Snot 2.0, not 2.0 because it sounds it's supposed to be better, but it's not 2. It's not uh, it's, uh <laughs> I do has like Snot, snot vibes, but this song is really good. I really, I really like Villain. And then Snot actually had a, a single out with Doja, featuring called Doja, featuring ASAP Rocky, and that was really fucking good. And that fast Snot in your face, which I I really like when he does that. And ASAP Rocky actually did a pretty a pretty solid verse on it. Um, actually, uh, recently 
announce Big Dad, uh, Baby Daddy, ASAP Rocky, as uh, as he should be called out. Next single was uh, metal band Meshuga with the abysmal eye. If these cats don't don't put out a record this year, fuck me. Oh my god, because it's been a while, and this 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 the song just felt like it could have been a part of it's a part of something bigger, and I hope so. And then a surprise single with uh, Ravina called Secret featuring Vince Staples. This was really nice because the song was really dope. And then Vince Staples, he can be very serious or he, his attitude can be come off to like very serious. So I was really excited for, I was curious on how he was going to come in. And I think you'd, you'd actually like this one, Keith. And then for my last two things, uh, my favorite two things of this, this last week was uh, Arlo Parks with the new single with Softly. Oh my God. <laughs> if she pumps out another album this this year, I'm gonna freak the fuck out. Uh, oh my god, because this is a good single already. And please, please, like it's like probably it's like that early in her career, she just has a creative groove. Let's just keep it going. And then lastly, probably my favorite album right now of besides uh, Infected Rain, uh, but like my favorite, I guess, like mainstream uh, album out right now, Florence and the Machine. With Water really? to Drink. Yeah. Did you listen to it? No, no. I didn't even know it came out. No, Water to Drink, Not to Write Songs About. Oh, my God. It just it still has that, like, Florence, th- that, that driving Florence and the Machine force. God, I, I really fucking like this one. I did definitely played this one, like, three times already. Um, one of my favorites of uh, since we last recorded. So, nice. yeah. Those are all my recommendations. Amanda. What have you been listening to since we last since 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 you last been? That have been so long. But what have you been listening to uh, lately? Um, some actually new music for once in my life. Nice. <laughs> uh, so I've been I've been caught in like a between pop and rock space lately. Um, so I checked out you know like top hits in us for pop and it's all fucking tiktok songs so whatever <laughs> i don't need to mention those uh, but for rock music i the band bad sons came out with an album i guess at the end of february or end of january here called apocalypse whenever mm-hmm. yeah apocalypse whenever so they're like a cali rock band um whenever they talk about their sound they they say that they take a lot of influence from 70s and 80s post punk um and it's just kind of like that in between pop and rock like it like it's like a softer rock i enjoy it a lot um the band coin came out with some new singles i'm really excited about those those were a lot of fun uh, and then i've just been listening to fickle friends which again bad sons is along that same kind of lines nice <laughs> same kind of vibe i wonder where you, you where you got them from <laughs> dope uh, it's cool people are like because like this the, the new year just started so it's kind of like it, it has been kind of like picking and choosing like what's been good people saving like the releases for later but cool cool cool, cool. I, i'm actually writing down the apocalypse whenever i i'm very curious on that one it's very good and keith what have you been listening to since last episode oh my god so much okay so uh fickle friends once again um i'm the fickle friends ambassador so gotta wrap um it's just really good uh, I also listen to this is going to sound funny, but I've been listening to the new Fraggle Rock soundtrack. Okay, <laughs> which so, sounds which sounds hilarious, but Foo Fighters do the new theme song. Oh, awesome! It's called Fraggle Rock Rock, <laughs> which is excellent. So yeah, I'm that guy. Um, so other than that, a lot of the old stuff: Ellie Goulding, some Dua Lipa, some Blackpink. Um, I kept playing The Weeknd because that album is incredible. 
um, the new Stand Atlantic. I finally got a chance to catch up, which I really dug. Oh, nice! Quite a bit. It is definitely heavier than their other stuff, so I'm kind of curious. I don't want them to get too far away from that kind of like Paramore style they have. But I might. I know you would like it, but <laughs> as an actual fan of theirs. <laughs> um, yeah. So well, we'll I would see. appreciate as a new real fan, so, I would appreciate their directorial change. Some diversity would be cool. I just don't want them to go that direction. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So um, I listened to Pink Pantherist, the new uh, the Tell With It remixes was pretty cool. Okay. I, I dug that because, um, uh, was it Nico? Yeah, Nico is the one that uh, nominated them for the Remy's and got me into mm-hmm. Pink Pantherist. So I've uh, been really enjoying that too. Uh, let's see. Boy, boy. Um, lots of stand-up comedy lately, actually. I don't know why I've been listening to a lot of it. Um uh, St. Atlantic Beach Bunny. Um, also, the Beatles released that. Well, the Beatles, there's half of them are dead, so they personally <laughs> didn't do it. But, um, the Beatles, uh, recording of the Get Back, uh, rooftop concert that they did, they released as an album to listen to that recording. So I listened to that quite a bit, which is really good. There's, uh, there's like three versions of Get Back on there, and there's like two versions of Don't Let Me Down. So I guess they kept playing it, which is pretty funny to me. Um, uh, lots of Lumineers, uh, some other dramatic stuff, um, Monsters and Men, Tom Petty. I had a Tom Petty phase for a little bit there. Um, Fleet Foxes, which I'll continue to listen to that album forever. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And then uh, someone who's actually on the playlist and I did not realize had put out an album last year. I missed it. Janice Ian, the one that we added for LGBT. I added right. her. Um, she's still making music. She's like 70-something. She's still making music. And she made she put out a new album last year and it, I missed it somehow. It's called The Light at the End of the Lane. And she has a song called... The first track is called I'm Still Standing. And it's like... For those who don't know, I lost my grandmother recently. And this song is basically like really, really good. And it made me very happy to think about like uh, this old lady writing these songs and stuff. It's basically like see the lines on my face. It's a map of where I've been, stuff like that. So it's really good. Uh, But that's the only kind of like remotely sad song. It's actually a really upbeat album. Really good. And she still has a hell of a voice. She definitely kept her voice way better than the ABBA ladies, which I love ABBA. Oh, I see. (laughs) Like it's a really good album. So I highly recommend that. Um, that's pretty much it. I think, um, I'm thinking other than that, um, I did go on a music video thing, so that wouldn't be on my phone, but me and my roommate Evan watched a bunch of music videos in a row, but it was all kind of in the same, like, uh, of monsters and men, lumineers, that kind of like, we just basically let our YouTube play (laughs) and see what came up. So it was all kind of in that area. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for me. Can I interrupt? Do you remember, did you ever see the spoon lady on YouTube? That's something mm. I listened to recently. She's freaking no. awesome, dude. <laughs> no, the spoon just look lady? up Spoon Lady. Like that's that's all you need to know. She's okay. awesome. No, I look at her too. Spoon. She's like a cool lady too. Does she does she play musical spoons? Yeah. Okay, it's awesome. literally what it sounds like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I totally forgot because again, this is also one of those uh, weird days where we're not recording on a regular scheduled day. Um, and new music has been out. And one of the things also I didn't shout it out because it's not written down is I couldn't help myself and the new Mitski album with uh, Laurel Hell. Mm. <sighs> it's the one I've been waiting for. Because like, also lately, because uh, I've been just playing the EP with the singles over and over, and now the whole thing is here. And it is quite delightful. It is really fucking good. 
and also a little binge uh, because everybody, or at least like a lot of people that I know, uh, were at the Corn slash System of a Down show yesterday over in Arizona. So I was listening to System of a Down today. So everybody but me, <laughs> everybody but you. <laughs> um, so with that said, we get to move forward and add a fresh new page to the jukebox. And this is one of those funsies ones. Songs you like by artists you hate. A little different than uh, Guilty Pleasures, even though it was like I was trying to see if I can get something out of it. This was actually kind of harder for me because there's just like, I mean, at this point, there's like a lot of problematic like artists where it's just like, it's easy. Obviously, it's easy to hate those where it's just like, it's not as easy to hate like all those other goofy ones because it's just like, well, I'd rather just not listen to you or it's just like, now it's just like, whatever. So this, this time it was like, it was kind of a little harder for me. Uh, Amanda, was this kind of an easy uh, go-to songs for you? No, not at all. Um, <laughs> I, I have a lot of strong opinions, so I really thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was like, certainly there's a lot of bands that I hate that there's like one song by. Um, and I was surprised that no, there's not. <laughs> I did end up thinking about a lot of like problematic artists and kind of coming at, from it from that angle because it was the easiest way to do it for me. Yeah, I was really trying to go away from like the problematic ones which is fine it's like, whatever those are your picks but i was just like but those were like the easy go-to ones where it's just right. like what about this one it's like no that's a racist fuck no even though it's a like, oh, god damn it okay uh keith how was how was your uh, little break for picking these two songs these these songs i'm kind of between you two um a lot of mine are problematic artists um but they're also artists I don't really like anyways, mm-hmm. you know? So that was, yeah. that made it a lot easier. Like there's, there's artists that are very problematic, like say Eric Clapton that I can't logically say I hate. I love yeah. Eric Clapton. He, he's kind of shitty right now, but so I wouldn't pick him, but I definitely picked artists that I fucking hate this artist. Also, they're kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> I guess like right now we could also flip it right now, like for like dishonorable mentions. Is like we're not gonna like highlight them later. Like for for me, like the one I was I was saying before, like the one I was kind of like, oh, this obviously because my songs. But Michael Graves, fuck that dude. We yeah. can never forgive after what he said. Like also post COVID, it's like, and it wasn't even like anti like like uh, anti COVID thing. It was just like more of a doubling down on some racist ass shit. And it's like bro, I fucking defended you over Danzig for like ever. Like, God, I hate you so much, but I'm not going to highlight you on my fucking podcast. Uh, so yeah. God, it, it's, it's also like, I mean, I want to make sure it's artists. I genuinely dislike, like there's artists mm-hmm. that I will like make fun of just to get a rise out of one of my friends or something yeah. like that. But it has to be artists that I specifically cannot stand. Like, right. and it's not for a funny reason or anything like that. Um, and I, I'm not repeating any of my tracks from last time. Ooh, okay. So I'm very excited. So consider all those honorable mentions. <laughs> I need to borrow. I, I had to borrow two because, um, yeah, I was like, because like, there's not that many that I actually hate anymore, or to, or to really like it, in, in that same vein where it's just like I just don't like you as an artist, or I just like I just hate you as like, as an artist like that. I don't even have like the one song that I'd really want to like highlight either. So it's like I need to just like take those two. But I did think of two other ones. And nice. with that, we can start adding the songs. So for my first one, um, one that I kind of spoiled under my breath before recording, so I'm just going to use it right now. And <laughs> we go with uh, probably because this might be like the first registered song as like I was like a child developing memories. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, The Smiths with How Soon Is Now. 
And that is uh, for two two ways. Uh, it was in uh, the wedding scene, which I think is the first time, or like probably the first time I actually heard the song. And then obviously Charmed, duh. But Morris, he can just be such a colossal asshole. <laughs> so I just like, I just don't like the guy at all. It's just like, we get it, bro. But you're just overly preachy and just like tone it down too. So Morrissey, I could just never get along with, but obviously there's going to be some Smith songs and this is probably like the one I actually like to the most. Cause it's like the one I would just remember. So how soon is now by the Smiths Amanda, mm-hmm. what is your first one? Um, so my first one's probably the biggest cop out. <laughs> um, 30 seconds to Mars. Cause they were the first band that I really thought of when I thought of this prompt. Um, there's a lot of their music that I enjoy. I'm not going to lie about that, but yeah. Jared Leto is a ridiculous, horrible human being. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I watched him do, he was like talking about his acting style and like how he takes acting so seriously. And I was just like, I hate this dude so much. <laughs> Like, even if the cult thing, whatever, like, all of that isn't true, like, he just sucks. So, (laughs) the song that I decided to go with is Attack. Um, That's off of A Beautiful Lie, the 2005 album. So, that Uh album is probably my favorite overall by them. And that's the opening track. So, it kind of, like, resonates really well with me. Um, It's a good blend of melody and energy. I think it's a really great track for the theatricality of his voice, which sometimes can get super overbearing yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's that's my first one i like it because there are a handful of 30 seconds or more songs it was like i was just like ooh, drum roll drum roll so cool <laughs> tech uh yeah, he, he's not oh. untalented that's the worst thing right about. yeah that's so true <laughs> <laughs> like he has talent that's the problem if he was untalented we could just ignore him and <laughs> <laughs> uh, keith you're number one yeah my first one is a bonus one Ooh. There are five artists on this song. Oh, nice. And I hate four of them. (laughs) Uh, So, and I love the song. I don't know why. It's not even a good song. I'm not even defending this song. If anyone told me it's a bad song, I'm like, you're right, actually. But for some reason, I like this song. The artists, in the order of how much I dislike them from worst to least, DJ Khaled, (laughs) Lil Wayne, Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, who I hate now and used to like. Yeah. And the only artist on the track I like, Quavo. Because <laughs> I like Migos. The song is I'm the One. I fucking... I, I, like, my instinct right now is to say I hate this song. Like, when I started that <laughs> sentence, I was going to say I hate this song. But like, I don't. I listen to it a lot. And it's, and it's literally, it's one of those ones where they each have, like, a verse. And it's literally like a relay race because they literally kick it to each other each time. Yeah. And every time I'm like, oh, fuck, here comes the little Wayne part. Or, oh, God, Chance, shut the fuck up. Like, and I, and I hate it, but I hate listening to it all the time. And I'm like, I have to admit, I like it. And <laughs> the best part is Quavo's my favorite artist in it, but he probably has the weakest verse. Uh-huh. Like, which is the worst part. Like, oh, I hate it. Um, the highlight is actually probably Bieber. Ooh, because he has the chorus and he, you know, Bieber's got a good voice. He's just a little shit. You know what I mean? Like, so, um, Chance is probably the low light because his is really like distasteful and awful. <laughs> like, so, um, but yeah, I'm the one by DJ Khaled, Little Wayne, Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, and Quavo of Migos. But it's a DJ Khaled song, right? It's on DJ Khaled. Okay, it's like, it's going to be a nightmare. Let me look it up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, just put I'm the one. It'll be the number one result. Trust me. Mm. It's a f- fucking huge song. <laughs> I'm going to sandwich in my uh, repeat C's from last time. So for my first one, it's 
I guess it's one, I guess like a band that I just like, I grew out of. Cause it was just like, I really don't, I, I don't go out of my way to look, to play this band anymore, but damn it. My cousin let me borrow this uh, CD when it, when it first came out and I played the shit out of this one then. And I still think about how cool the riff is in the beginning. Now I'm gonna go with uh, disturbed 10,000 fists. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good definition of a band that you can like, but also hate. <laughs> yeah. I had a disturbed phase full on at one yeah. point, like in high school. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, me too. Like I get it, but it's just like, God, it's just like, I guess overrated, but God, it's just one of the, I'm just like over. It's a band yeah. I'm over. <laughs> I saw them live at Ozfest the same year I saw Godsmack, where I shit on Godsmack <laughs> on our last this version of the show. Actually, that's true. Um, and he was stalking back and forth on the stage like a silverback gorilla. We're just like, and he did it the whole fucking time. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And it was like 110 degrees out, and it was, I, I was over that. And he had the unfortunate distinction of being between Taproot and Soulfly. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was bad position. No, it was Kitty and Soulfly. He's between Kitty and Soulfly. I mean, that's a bad place for Disturbed to be. Yeah. They, they came off so lame compared to those two fans. Oh, totally. So yeah. But yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that that was so that was uh, my closer. It was just like it's just disturbed and ten thousand fists and that little riff in the beginning is is, is pretty tight. <laughs> I will never in my life not laugh at the fucking dropping plate song. <laughs> dropping plates on your ass, bitch. <laughs> like, it's the best lyric ever. I'm when, sure when, I don't get some <laughs> reference there, but I don't want to know. Like, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> In high school, uh, Down With The Sickness, we bef- when my buddy who bought every metal album and rock album that came out, he played that for us, and we didn't know the names of the songs, so we called it the monkey song. Because <laughs> the ooh ah, 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 we're like, oh, it's like a monkey sound. And we just called it the monkey song forever. And then when I saw him live and he was doing the Silverback Gorilla thing, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, Amanda, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is Hole, Celebrity Skin. Um, nice. I mean, because, right, fuck no, Courtney Love. Yeah. Really. Uh, as a band, it's like, uh, I have such mis- mixed feelings about Hole. Um, I was going to say on a whole, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Melissa Aftermar played bass for them, and she is fucking amazing, dude. She has solo music that is, I mean, A+. She's a very, very good artist. Um, so when I listen to them as a band together, I'm like, they have these amazing bass lines, though. Like, it's, it's really driving bass lines. It's true. But then it's like... God, her voice though, dude, it's not good. <laughs> it's just not. Um, but Celebrity Skin for me, it's a nostalgic track. I feel like it's better mastered than a lot of her other songs, so I appreciate that. Um, I've actually covered this song in a band before, so oh, that's fine. Like a soft spot for me. And I think that it's like a good meld of a fit for their musicality with her voice and attitude that just kind of worked out. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I totally get down to the song too. Like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I'm really jealous you got Hole. I didn't even think about them. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good, I, definitely a good pick. Because I've actually put Hole on the playlist before for the 27 Club because of their bassist. Prior to Melissa was Kristen mm-hmm. Pfaff, who died at 27, and who I really liked. So mm-hmm. it's funny how their bass like <laughs> department is actually really good. You know? right. <laughs> like, and then they did that weird thing. Didn't they do like a like a talent exchange with Smashing Pumpkins, but unintentionally oh, yeah. or something? Like they switched oh. places. Like it was weird. I, I can't remember. There is on. a recording. I'm sure you can still find it on YouTube. It's Melissa Aftermar and uh, the bassist from Smashing Pumpkins just singing in a hotel room. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 
Uh, Keith, you're number two. My number two is the most obvious pick we could have made. Um, anyone who's ever listened to the show for any extended period of time, especially when our buddy Crozen's on, knows exactly where this <laughs> is going. Kanye West. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Even he Kanye, didn't want it. <laughs> Kanye West. I fucking hate Kanye. He's not just the worst musician on the planet. He might be the worst person on the planet. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I can't stand him. But Famous is a fucking bop. I love <laughs> Famous. And the weird thing is, is I pick Famous of all songs, and I love Taylor Swift. And it's just him shitting on Taylor Swift, but I love the song. <laughs> also, it doesn't hurt the Rihanna's on it. That helps a lot. Oh, okay. You know, so, but yeah, Famous by Kanye. I love it. I, there's like a lot of Kanye songs that I like unironic or ironically. All of the lights is really good. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say um, flashing lights on my on my end. I was thinking I was leaning on Kanye as well to some at some point. Yeah, and then also, um, I love it, which is the worst song that's ever been created. But I no. love listening to it because it makes me laugh. Thank you for not putting that one. <laughs> I know I knew you would be upset with me if I put that <laughs> song on here. So um, I genuinely like Famous. I will sit there and rap to Famous, but I hate everything else Kanye has ever done. Like so, that's the easiest pick in the world for me, Kanye, or Yay, as he is now known, because apparently he's still in everything P Diddy did. So, yeah. <laughs> well, this is perfect from one dumb fuck to another dipshit. My third pick is one. It's also kind of still part of this in the same times as uh, my last pick because I was like in a very obviously from picking the, uh, my last song. Um, I was in a very much in a metal phase in high school, middle school, high school, and. So when I first heard this song, it's like, yo, these drums are fucking banging. These drums are heavy and, and deep as fucking fast. What is this? This is Pitbull Bojangles. And oh my God, <laughs> did it, it never got better from there. Oh my God, did I just love this person for the rest of my life, his life. It just, it never got good like that again. Uh, but Bojangles, <laughs> God damn it, the fucking song is hilarious too. But those beginning drums are just uh, like just open the open that pit up. But fucking a, every other song just sucks. People just, <laughs> just do worse. I hate people so much. Okay, um, Amanda, number three. Okay. Uh, my third one is also just an asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Robin Thicke, Floyd Lines. Yes. Um, all of his. So okay. <laughs> so we all knew he was an asshole, right? And it's a yeah. problematic. But when I heard that song, it was such a fucking earworm and so catchy that I was like, all right, let me check out his music. And it's all fucking terrible. Like <laughs> everything else he has ever recorded is absolute garbage. So, I mean, you know, there's so much controversy with the song, but like ultimately it has a really good beat. It has a good melody. Um, and he sings really well on it, despite never singing well on anything else ever again. It's Pharrell. Pharrell made that that song. He's oh, one for that, sure. He, he was the producer. He made it what yeah. it is, you know. And that's <laughs> the thing. It'd be shit without Pharrell. Mm -hmm. um, Robin Thicke, though, I, it's such a good shout because mm. the thing I always think of Robin Thicke is his next album after his wife left him, and it literally is a public begging for her to come yeah. back, like <laughs> trying to gaslight her to someone. Like, what a piece of shit! And the only good thing that came out of that was. There was a show called Real House, Real Husbands of Hollywood. I don't know if you've ever watched it. Oh no! <laughs> but it's it, it was a comedy show, but it was like Real Housewives, but it was like a, like it was shot like that, okay. but it was a comedy show. They were they were making jokes, and Kevin Hart was one of the characters. 
and Robin Thicke was one of the characters, and Robin Thicke would always shit on Kevin Hart. He was the cool guy that everybody loved. And then his <laughs> wife left him in real life. And so they did a whole episode where Kevin Hart finally got one over on Robin Thicke, <laughs> where, where he was trying to get with Robin Thicke's wife, and oh. he was singing the song Paula that Robin Thicke wrote to her for it. it was... <laughs> Holy shit. The best part was when he finally pissed Robin Thicke off so much. This is how ridiculous the show was. Robin Thicke got so angry that, like the Hulk, he transformed, but he transformed into Terry Crews. <laughs> which is just incredible. That show is insane. I, I highly recommend it. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I went on a little tangent there. <laughs> so, no, no, you're good. <laughs> so, Blurred Lines. Right, Amanda? Yep. Excellent. Uh, Keith, number three. This is a recent dislike. Ooh. And I, I and I actually um I sort of feel bad picking this one cuz I don't think I really dislike this artist. But it's really hard to like this artist right now because they've made some stupid fucking decisions. And it also helps that on this song he's joined by an artist I genuinely love. Um Sicko Mode, Travis Scott with Drake. Oh fucking brilliant song like one of the best hip-hop songs in a long time i fucking love that song it's like four songs jammed together it just keeps going and going but travis scott dude dude he fucked that up he's just so bad. all his goodwill like I, I saw a thing with one of my favorite music critics and he was talking about all the people that like fucked up in 2021 He's like, who do you think is coming back? And everybody's like, oh, they'll come back. They'll come back. And they're like, Travis Scott's not coming back. No one. They're like, he's done. And I'm like, shit, dude. Like, so, but yeah, Sicko Mode is such a good fucking song. Like, and it's, uh, and it, it it's funny because it's one of Drake's laziest songs. Like, he literally sang a song about falling asleep, <laughs> which is great, but it's just such a good song. It's produced perfectly. And that's what Travis Scott is best at is being a producer and a facilitator. Not necessarily a rapper, but he's he's like DJ Khaled, but with talent, you know? Like, that's basically <laughs> what it is. So, yeah, Sicko Mode, Travis Scott featuring Drake. Awesome. Again, Keith with the alley-oops over, on, over with my picks. Love it. Love it. Because I just really don't like the guy at all. And then on top of it, on my, on my song, not him, because that's what I'm talking about in the first one. My feature actually has another dipshit who can fucked up colossally. Oh my god, how could you just wow to just get a whole album on like how much you fucked up? And I'm gonna go with Drake. You motherfucker! I knew you'd do it. (laughs) You know I like Drake. I I know I know you like Drake, but oh my god, I just I just can't stand the guy. And also, I'm for not personal reasons. He obviously never done anything to me, but I just I really. I really, really stopped liking the guy when he unnecessarily called out Kid Cudi. Uh, when Kid Cudi put out Speeding Bullet to Heaven, and it, it, obviously it's not a good album, but it was a very personal, <laughs> deep album. To where after it got released, uh, that's when Kid Cudi um, admitted himself to rehab. And that's when Drake had a song where he called out, it was like something, something, you were like the man on the moon I used to look up to you or something like that. And it's like... Bro, you made your whole fucking career about the the, the sad boy fuck boy persona, and you're gonna call it Cuddy like that? Like, dude, fuck you all the way through. I could care less about you. And so the song I'm gonna go with is from a pretty good album. Um, Nothing was the same. And then I was struggling with two songs because I really, really fucking love the the line. Um, How much time is this dude spending on the intro? 
for the, the how long the the first song is. But again, my song has two assholes in it, and by the saving graces of the lyrics, cake, 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 cake. Five hundred million. I got a pound cake. By the saving graces of those lines of cake, I'm going with what the fuck is it? Yeah, pound cake <laughs> is my last song. It is. It is the most droning, monotonous Drake song I can think of. <laughs> the cake, cake with the clapping, like oh good god! <laughs> it's got a great beat though. It's got a great yeah. sample. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Cake, Bears Martin Music to featuring Jay-Z is my last song. Manda. <laughs> so we go in a completely, totally opposite direction. Okay, um, of the show. <laughs> my last song is by Stained. Um, nice. Because, yes. okay, so recently I saw the fucking most recent video that the lead guy, I don't even fucking know his name. I don't Aaron care. Lewis. <laughs> Aaron Lewis released a solo song. He is a crazy right-wing nut. I had no idea. Um, they're also kind of just a shitty band to begin with. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> they're like, I don't know, my sister was a white college girl listening to them, and that's what I remember about them. That was her favorite band when she was in college. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I picked the song Mud Shovel um, because it, it kind of doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got like a dark moodiness that I really dig in songs, so that, that's my stained mud shovel. Mud shovel, okay, mud yeah. shovel, yeah, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Fucking stained, yeah. There's one of those where it's like, oh, I for sure hate the guy, but it's like, but I'm not gonna put you like that on there. But cool, at least at least you got to highlight him, and now we all recognize that this person really much does suck. And Keith, are you gonna close the playlist off this time? So the playlist started off with the Smiths and then just was like rock and rap and rock and rap and rock and rap. <laughs> and I'm ending it with Maroon 5. <laughs> nice. Because <Hell> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick This Love because that yes. album is great. This Love is great. It's, it's actually a really great album. But fuck Adam Levine. Yeah. That untalented hack. Mm-hmm. Like um, my favorite music critic, I talk about him a lot, Todd in the Shadows. His review of Adam Levine, he's like, Adam Levine doesn't like music. You can tell. <laughs> he's like, he doesn't want to make music anymore. You can see it in his eyes. And he's just going through the motions. He says the band plays with all the enthusiasm of an uh, animatronic uh, Chuck E. Cheese band. Oh, jeez. Um, just like, he's like, nothing's, you know, nothing's unique. The only thing he does is try to cast himself as like a dark evil sex man like all, all of his songs are like oh we're so bad why don't we just fucking bone all the time it's like, yeah and his voice the pitch of his voice I, I it makes me want to die when he's like when he sings like sugar fuck off with that song you know like I, and then girls like you fucking hate that song I like, hate the so Mick Jagger song oh my god the, the, that time oh my god there's so many things he did wrong and uh, he even did this thing where he started having guests on all of his songs for a while there. Mm-hmm. I want to say in like 2017. And he ruined so many artists. <laughs> like he brought these people on and then just made it awful. And like one of them was SZA. And I love SZA. Oh, God. And he, and he just shit all over SZA. Made SZA make a bad song. I want to say Cardi did a song with them at the time too. Like there was a lot. And I was like, fuck off. Like, but this love... Sunday morning, that whole era era was amazing. 
I love I love that album. Yeah. Songs about Jane. It's really good. But if there's a musician in the life, I can't stand that. Probably hasn't actually done anything to deserve it. It's Adam Levine. Well, can we just quickly, can we, since we brought him up, remind everybody about his Super Bowl show? Because that was the most awkward, uncomfortable shit that I have ever in my life seen. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. He's like, look, there's black people here. I'm not, you know, it's all good. Yeah. I mean, every Super Bowl show has been pretty awkward. When the weekend is the top tier. Like, he yeah. tears his shirt off in desperation because he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> it's like someone fucking jeer. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the meme of Morty showing his nipples in Rick and Morty, and everybody like photoshopped a bunch of tattoos on him. Is like this this year's Super Bowl halftime show. Like, amazing. <laughs> so, but yeah, fuck Adam Levine. He's yeah. an untalented, unmotivated. There's nothing good about Adam Levine. That's just the bottom line. I really <laughs> liked that they made him a judge on a fucking reality show. Oh my yeah. god. Who the singing fuck are you like, to judge other people's sing like singing ability? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just wanted to spin around and share. Like, I, I fucking hate him. And, uh, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, my last choice This Love by Maroon 5. It's, it's a good closer. It's, it's a good one. I like this one too. And I really hate that artist. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, awesome. Oh, and honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, dishonorable so, mentions. So my, my picks last time were uh, Godsmack. I stand alone because it's fuck Godsmack. <laughs> um, Picture by Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And it's because I hate Kid Rock and love Sheryl Crow, and at least most of that song was Sheryl Crow. <laughs> um, and I can't remember my third one. Huh. Um, yeah, but... Uh, and oh, then, did you Rockstar that time? I did do Rockstar that time. Yeah. Right, I did go back. Um, and then uh, also my emergency pick, in case you stole one of mine, was um, someone I honestly don't even hate. Most people do, and if I had a guilty pleasure, it'd be this. But it's not really a guilty pleasure because I don't really like anything but this song, Charlie Puth. Um, oh. I really like Attention. That song fucking kicks ass compared to the it rest slaps. of his discography. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, that baseline. Oh my god, dude! Like I love that shit. So I don't despise uh, him though, to be fair. <laughs> and then a bunch of country artists that I like one song of. I was <clears> thinking, <throat> but I didn't want to get into it. Um, but I will give a specific shout out to Blake Shelton for being, for not just being awful, okay, but also ruining Gwen Stefani. Great. Like, 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 because now she makes country music with him. Have you? Oh my God. It is genuinely the worst thing I have ever heard is yeah. them duetting. It is so unfitting for her voice, I'm that style. It. it is disgusting. Yeah. I have a music show. I'm not going to listen to it. Listen, listen, listen to Todd in the Shadows review of it because it's. <laughs> okay. Because he talks about, he's like, do you think he's ever listened to any of her songs ever? He's like, do you think he's ever heard Hollaback Girl? He's like, do you think she's ever listened to Hillbilly Bone? Oh my god, his reaction to when she comes on the stage to uh, with Sublime, mm-hmm. and she does like a little feature song with Bradley. And like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, oh my god, yeah. I can imagine his reaction watching that video. Or just like, just like listening to that quality of like that fucking yeah. area of punk and ska. Ugh. Yeah, exactly, so. Ah, awesome, fuck yeah, good good page i actually really like how this one turned out a lot <laughs> so cool we get to move on uh we do have releases have been out i got to spoil one of mine i was trying to save it but i could wait no longer and of course that was mitski with lauren hell 
And Keith, what do you see on uh, what has been out or what's going to come actually, out as well? That was actually my first uh, one on the list was Mitski. Um, so other than that, things that just came out uh, for us, Animal Collective has a new album out called Time uh-huh. Skiffs. Um, Corn, yes, Corn has okay. an album out, Requiem. Uh, Two Chains. Mm-hmm. Everybody's 17th favorite rapper. <laughs> uh, now has a new album with a 50% on Metacritic. And it's called Dope Don't Sell Itself. So I'm sure it's just class. Um, <laughs> Bastille has a new album out, which I'll probably listen to because I kind of like Bastille. I have a weird like love for Bastille. Uh, called Give Me the Future. Uh, Circus Survive, which is a band I haven't thought about in a long ass <laughs> time. Um, they have a new album out and it's got an 80%, which is pretty hmm. good on Metacritic. Uh, it's called A Dream About Death. And then starting next week, um, I have a King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album. And you knew what, what's it called? Called Made in Timeland. God damn it. Well, like, we'll see then. <laughs> Those yeah. dudes do not stop making music. Yeah, on the 11th. So uh, Alt J has a new album coming out, The Dream. I have an album from Spoon, which, I, again, I haven't heard from Spoon in a while, called Lucifer on the Sofa. Uh, Nina Simone, they're doing a, a Greatest Hicks and Remixes, which is cool. I'm excited to hear the remixes, because Nina Simone remix sounds really dope yeah. in my head. Uh, Tegan and Sarah with Still Jealous. Um, Mary J. Blige with Good Morning Gorgeous. Uh, there's a new Snot, it looks like. New single? New, oh, oh, e- Ethereal? Ethereal, yeah. Oh my god, Riley! Oh my god, yes, please, 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 please. Yep, on the eleventh, it says, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yes. I, 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 I haven't heard of any uh, release dates, so fuck yes. Uh, Joy Wave, which if you're a Marvel Comics fan, you know exactly who Joy Wave is. <laughs> and an advertisement for their album was on the back of every Marvel comic for about four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joy, Joy of Cleanse, and then finally the one I'm kind of curious about. There's a new Crystal Method album. Oh, no shit. Called The Trip Out. And I'm very, very excited about that because I used to really love Crystal Method. <laughs> the band, not the drug. Um, other than that, I didn't really see much of anything. Did you see anything else yourself? Um, I see that there's a single for Arch Enemy, Handshake with Hell. Uh, definitely got to check that out. Um, I forgot there was a... Oh, that's right. I, was, I, I saved myself until we recorded episodes so I don't over load my recommendations with three weeks worth of stuff but uh knuckle puck ep uh with uh disposable life and then one another one that i wanted to shout out that we kind of got into a good groove with it was uh, cascade with fire and ice v3 version three and we're looking into it because it's like yeah it's fire and ice but it's like what's supposed to be what's v3 and it's like it's really reworking like every every almost every song is like with like a feature and it's just like literally reworking all the fire and ice songs as how he would have made them now so it's like he's just like remixing his own songs but it's like it's he he's still got it's still fucking cascade so this one was actually kind of a bop um but now i actually want to dive into and listen like actually like study and listen to it well nice um so yeah um amanda any do you need any 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 music you want to shout out to i know as far as kind of no, that's no, cool. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to you in a second as well. Uh, one more time. So, because that concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. Thank you to the co-host uh, for the great picks. Uh, time for plugs and shoutouts. Manda, do you have any? No. Okay, that's no, all good. 
this is this opportunity to do it. Uh, Keith, shout outs and plugs. Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at WHI Podcast Keith. Uh, you can find our producer Liz at WHI Podcast Liz and our other show, ju- or our other show, We Have Issues, not Jukebox Vertigo. We're on Jukebox Vertigo at WHI Podcast on Twitter as well. So you can check those all out on there. Uh, we Have Issues comes out weekly, generally on a Saturday morning, where we review. So what seems to be every new comic that comes out every week, and we're having a lot of fun over there. Check it out. And Keith, before you go, uh, what's on the roulette for next for next episode? Next episode <laughs> is actually trios. Yes, with our special guest. Oh God, comic book writer and friend of the show, Matthew Ehrman. Yup. <laughs> and I'm very excited to have him on. He has yeah. contributed to the to the playlist previously in the last episode with the musician actor but now he's actually going to be on the show itself so. i'm so fucking excited i've been wanting for that to happen for a while and now it's actually gonna come to fruition so two weeks from now oof baby so yes and of course thank you to the listeners for your continued support on this musical sharing ride i myself am at Josue reads Josue and Josue plays Josue on twitter and twitch respectively Follow at Jukebox Vertigo on Twitter for the master playlist link uh, to most uh, music services. Feel free to shout out a theme you want us to do, and we can work it work it out uh, to prioritizing it. And with the episode over, uh, take time to check out the fresh page on the Jukebox. Let us know what you would have added and feel the Vertigo. Mm-hmm.